on the mark. This episode I call My Life with the Veterans Administration. This episode is for veterans, veterans' families, and those who support our veterans. In May of 1969, I enlisted in the United States Air Force. I knew I may have been drafted without a choice of military service. It was at the height of the Vietnam War, and I had just dropped out of college with no opportunities in sight. After serving for 15 months, I developed asthma, and I was hospitalized for three months in a military hospital at Andrews Air Force Base in Washington, D.C. It was determined I was no longer eligible for worldwide service. I was honorably discharged with a medical retirement. So begins my journey with the Veterans Administration. Under the GI Bill, I was allowed 12 years of vocational rehabilitation. I entered a small business school majoring in business management. After one year of training, I was injured and needed surgery on my left knee. Recovery took 10 weeks, and I was not able to return to school at that time. For the next eight years, I found work in the furniture industry. In 1980, I took over my stepfather's business and decided to go to night school to work toward my degree in speech pathology. My stepfather had owned a hearing aid business in Syracuse, New York, and I knew I would need to become an audiologist eventually. Well, I met with a veterans counselor, and he told me as a veteran, I had four years available at full-time study or nine years at half-time study. I chose the latter, and I was matriculated in the speech pathology program at Syracuse University as an undergrad. I did quite well in the program, and things were going quite well. Well, I did receive a call from another VA counselor several months later. He told me I was being pulled out of the program because my 12-year limit had been met, that they did allow me to finish that semester. I was very upset at the situation and contacted the Disabled American Veterans Organization. This group defends veterans who have not been treated fairly by the Veterans Administration. Well, I took my grievance to the Veterans Administration offices in Washington, D.C. I pled my case that I was promised to continue my training after the accident that occurred in 1972. Their decision, since I was habilitated and not in desperate need of training, that they denied my re-entry into vocational rehabilitation. I was so angry that I told the panels sitting in front of me to go to hell, and I walked out of the room. I spent several months continuing to become successful in my business and took classes on my own to become a New York State licensed hearing instrument specialist, later becoming a certified instructor for New York State. Because I developed asthma and other maladies while serving, I was enrolled at the VA Medical Center in Syracuse. The service there was phenomenal. Always treated with respect, appointments on time, medication sent to my home, and the best care available. In 2021, I moved to Greenville, South Carolina. Again, I've been treated very well. However, I've had several appointments canceled, and I have found that some of the front desk personnel at the clinic 
the VA clinic in Greenville, those people are not well trained. This has led to problems forming. There are not a lot of services available, and the VA depends on community care for our veterans. So I've been referred to community care for several appointments, and I've received great treatment outside the VA, and I do have several medical issues, and the staff at Prisma Health is fantastic. But here is the glitch. I have, If I need medical care outside the VA, I have to be referred by, by a VA doc to the regional VA office in Columbia, South Carolina to be approved. I have had it happen where I arrive for my appointments and there is no referral. Thankfully, I have private insurance, so I pay the copay. Then I have to contact the VA community care office and let them know I had to pay the copay so I can be reimbursed. I recently saw a pulmonologist outside the VA for a breathing exam and consult. He recommended a specific medication that would improve my lung function. So I called the VA, and it was available through the VA. So far, no problem. Well, I sent the prescription for approval, and the VA denied it. My private health insurance company approved the prescription, which would have cost me $566 if I had to pay it out of pocket. So here's my complaint. There is no house pulmonologist at the VA. You have to go outside the VA to a a pulmonologist under the community care program. He writes a script for a new medication, and the doctor at the VA in Columbia turns it down. I'm still fighting to have this medication part of my continuing care. When I went to the Air Force, I had no maladies at all. Of course, the government was anxious for enlistments, and the medical exam for incoming recruits lasts about five minutes. There are thousands of veterans in need of care across this country. Now I've learned many of the VA facilities are understaffed, causing delays in treatment for veterans. We need to be patient and let the medical professionals do their job. I am concerned that the slowdown is due to a huge government organization attempting to do the right thing. I'm going to change gears now. I want to address the need of veterans needing to seek a rating for a possible service-connected medical issue which presents itself later in life. Historically, I was granted a disability rating coming out of the Air Force for documented asthma. Later, after a military exam, my rating dropped by 20%. I fought back and demonstrated that I was also suffering from depression and anxiety due to my military service. Now, keep in mind, this was 50 years ago. After several physical exams and discussions, I was awarded a combined rating much higher than it was for my asthma rating. The key to receiving a rating from the VA is documentation while in service. If you are in the military now, you need to document every time you go on sick call. If you were hospitalized for any reason, document it. For those of you who have not been rated and are out of service, contact the Documentation Center in St. Louis. The address is National Personnel Records Center 1 Archives Drive, St. Louis, Missouri, 63138-1002. Again, 
National Personnel Records Center, 1 Archives Drive, St. Louis, Missouri, 63138-1002. You can also reach them at their website, www.archives.gov. Again, www.archives.com. You may have seen ads on Facebook and other places, and it talks about where a lawyer's office is stating that they can get you a 100% rating. If you were to hire one of these firms, they will probably charge you thousands of dollars, so beware. I have found the the best way to request a rating is to have documentation and contact the local DAV office. That's a Disabled American Veterans Organization representative. You can find them through a local American Legion or VFW post. It is important to contact compensation and pension to discuss your eligibility for compensation. The other department you need to contact is a Veterans Service Center. You will also need to contact and get assistance from your local state VA representative. You know, I wonder why the VA does not recognize reservists, National Guards personnel, and others who have served our country during peacetime or times of conflict. Regular enlisted personnel receive benefits from the VA. It seems to be once you raise your hand and pledge to defend the United States, against enemies, foreign and domestic, that you should receive these benefits. Perhaps it is time to talk to our government representatives about this. I hope this episode sheds some light on our VA system. It isn't perfect, but it's all we've got. Thank you for listening to this episode of On the Mark. As a veteran, I respect all veterans, and I wish you the best in getting the ratings you deserve, and God bless you all. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact me at onthemark93 at gmail.com. Again, onthemark93 at gmail.com. This is your host, Mark Levine, saying thank you for listening to On The Mark.